What's up, everybody? My name is Jacob, and welcome to the ChemCon podcast, a reaction between chemistry and pop culture. In this episode, we're going to learn about some of the awesome but deadly chemistry behind some of Batman's worst enemies. <laughs> Batman has had to face down many villains in his time and overcome some daunting challenges. He has had to face immortal masterminds like Ra's al Ghul, superhuman assassins like Bane, and psychotic criminals like Two-Face. However, some of his most dangerous foes are those who have utilised poisons and toxins to try and bring about his end. Let's take a look at how these supervillains have taken advantage of deadly chemistry to combat Batman. First up in our Venomous lineup, we have Copperhead. Copperhead is one of the less well-known villains in the DC Universe, and a few people have taken up the Copperhead mantle throughout comic book history. But that doesn't mean that they should be underestimated. Copperhead's powers imitate a snake. He's able to fit and move through small spaces using contortionist skills, and he's derived a deadly toxin from Copperhead snakes. Copperhead's toxin is a neurotoxin, which means it acts on the brain and the nervous system by disrupting the electrical signals that allow the brain to communicate with the rest of the body. These signals keep us moving, breathing, and our heart beating, which means if these signals stop, it's bad news for us. To understand how neurotoxins actually disrupt these signals, we first have to understand how our brain transmits information throughout the body. Our brains transmit information through electrical and chemical signals between nerve cells and neurons within our body. First, an electrical signal travels to the end of a nerve cell. Once it reaches the end of the nerve cell, a chemical called acetylcholine is released into the space between the cells, which is called the synapse. The acetylcholine then travels across the synapse to the next nerve cell or neuron. Once it reaches the other side, acetylcholine binds to a receptor on the other cell that has a complementary shape to the acetylcholine molecule. This means the two are able to fit together like a lock and key. Once the acetylcholine is bound to the receptor, an electrical signal is generated and travels along to the next nerve cell or neuron. The binding of the acetylcholine to the receptor is the on signal for the neuron and nerve cell. To turn the signal off, a protein called acetylcholinase breaks down the acetylcholine so more signals can travel through. Neurotoxins, like copperheads, can interfere with this process in several ways. They can destroy the enzyme acetylcholinase, which means the signal is always on and the neurons and nerve cells can't receive new signals. This essentially stops the electrical signals our brain uses to communicate with the rest of the body. They can also mimic the shape of the signaling molecule, acetylcholine. This means the neurotoxin molecules bind to the receptors and the actual acetylcholine carrying the information can't get through and join with them. This again means the signal is blocked and the brain can't communicate with the rest of the body. This means neurotoxins can cause paralysis, involuntary muscle contractions, numbness and even death. If Batman takes a hit from this neurotoxin, he will potentially be in huge trouble, and if I were him, I would keep an antidote or antivenom close at hand. Now, copperhead snakes in real life aren't actually that dangerous. Bites are rarely fatal, and the venom doesn't actually contain neurotoxins. The venom mainly damages bone and muscle tissue. This means copperhead must have altered the venom in some way to have neurotoxic effects and to be more fatal. Next up, we have the mistress of plants herself, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy is a prominent villain and enemy of Batman. She is an eco-terrorist who uses an array of custom plant-based toxins and poisons to accomplish her goals, including defeating the Dark Knight himself. She is able to use these plant-based toxins to control people, to attract them, and to even kill them. While most of Poison Ivy's toxins are custom-made inside her own body, there are some real-world plant poisons that are just as deadly. 
Water hemlock contains a toxin that, like neurotoxins, disrupts the nervous system by blocking the movement of electrical signals inside the body. Deadly nightshade is deceptive. It has bright berries that look like blueberries and taste sweet. However, these berries contain deadly poisonous compounds called tropane alkaloids. These compounds cause bizarre hallucinations as well as a whole range of other nasty symptoms. If consumed in large enough amounts, these berries can even cause death. Castor beans and rosary peas are also very scary. They both contain compounds that prevent your body from making the different proteins that keep you alive. Without these proteins, your organs fail and death follows soon afterwards. So as we can see, there are plenty of real-life plant toxins poison ivy could use to cause Batman a whole heap of pain and trouble. So what are you proposing? It's simple. Kill the Batman. Now finally, Batman's arch-nemesis, the Joker himself. The Joker is probably the creepiest villain in the DC Universe, and he's able to use his signature Joker Venom to bring fear and terror to Gotham City. This venom causes people to laugh uncontrollably, and in some cases eventually leads to death. He can spread it effectively through a gas form or target someone specifically using its liquid form. While Joker custom makes this venom himself, there is a real-life chemical that could cause some similar symptoms. If the bacteria Clostridium tetani is able to enter your body through a wound or a break in the skin, it can produce a toxin which is able to interfere with muscle contractions. This infection is called tetanus or lockjaw. Tetanus causes muscle spasms, fever, increased heart rate, headaches, high blood pressure, and can even cause death in some cases. So theoretically, Joker could make a venom based off this toxin and modify it to, spe to target specific muscles in the mouth to make people laugh uncontrollably and it could make it more toxic or use large concentrations to make it more fatal. So after taking a look at some of the possible things that Batman faces when he fights villains, we can definitely appreciate his resourcefulness and courage a lot more. I don't think any of us could even comprehend what it would be like to go up against such dangerous people wielding these deadly chemical weapons. Alright everyone, that's all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in to the ChemCob podcast. Please remember to like, share and subscribe. Also, please comment or review if you found the content interesting or if you have any feedback. Thank you, everyone. I'll see you next time.